Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host, Denise, and I am the founder of Hope in Christ Ministries. Here at Hope in Christ, we are healthy, we are overcomers, we are purposed, and we maintain an eternal perspective. Let's begin with a word of prayer. And then we'll begin to talk about letting faith arise. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you again for another day. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for who you are, O oh God. We pray, Father God, that through this word today, through this podcast message, God, that faith will arise in many all over the world. Faith will arise through your word of truth, Father God, and that we will trust that anything is possible through Christ. In you, Lord, we put our trust. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome back to today's show. Today, again, we will be talking about Let Faith Arise. So where did I get that title? One of my favorite songs by Chris Tomlin actually begin to play um today and I was listening to the lyrics as I always do and I began to hear the words that God is faithful forever and so I wanted to talk about letting our faith arise because it's not God that's not faithful he's faithful forever he is continuously with us he will never leave us so we have to let our faith arise in him we have to trust in him and so we're going to look at I, I picked out several scriptures for us to just talk about think through and even journal I know on my other podcast um and this is a plug about my other podcast on my other podcast um uh, building literacy and true identity it's a youth type podcast for um, youth ministry and youth um, in general and also um, you know just people that are involved with youth but on that podcast um, we journal and so I want to even encourage those on hope listening to hope in Christ with Denise to journal to take the scripture break it apart and journal the word and begin to even write our own prayers out about um, this particular topic faith Letting faith arise in us. And so we're going to start with Romans 10, 15 through 17. And I love to read the scripture in context. So I don't, I try my best not to take scripture out of context. Unless it's something that's very, very um, quick and we would understand it without the context of it. But most of the time we won't. So this particular scripture is Romans 10, 15 through 17. And it says, how will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of bring good news of good things. However, they did not all heed the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. So here in this particular scripture, we're talking about faith arising. And so um, this particular scripture talks about faith coming 
from hearing and hearing the word of Christ. And so in order for us to have faith, we must first be able to hear the word, the good news about Jesus Christ and receive that. And in order to have faith in him, because that we have to have faith in something or someone. And so let's back up for a moment and, and define faith. So faith is moral conviction, reliance upon conviction that God exists. That's one of the definitions from the, um, the Bible dictionary and belief, trust and assurance. So again, moral conviction, reliance upon conviction that God exists. Belief, trust, and assurance. So if we say moral conviction, morals, um, how do we know right from wrong? It's morals. Um, reliance upon is meaning we are putting our trust in. We believe that that one or that thing we can rely on and, and won't let us down. And then conviction that God exists, that's that's self-explanatory. Um, we have something on the inside of us that tells us that God exists. And so, and then also belief, belief and trust. Again, reliance upon trust, belief, and then assurance. Assurance means I am sure. I am assured that this one I can trust. And so it says again in Romans 10, 15 through 17. So more conviction, reliance upon um, belief, trust, and assurance. All of those things come by hearing. And how are we, what are we hearing? Hearing the word of Christ. So we don't get the moral conviction. We don't become reliant upon Jesus. We don't become convicted um, that God truly exists in the in the in the image of Christ. Um, and Christ is God in the flesh. Um, we don't have the belief or the trust or the assurance, except first we must hear the word of Christ. So faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of Christ. So that's the first scripture we want to talk about and think about. The second scripture is Hebrews 11 and 6. And this particular scripture says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. This is the New American Standard Bible. Let me read that again. Hebrews 11 and 6. And it says, and without faith. It is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God. Must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So without faith the absence of conviction reliance the absence of belief the absence of trust the absence of assurance so without those things it's impossible to please God so without the moral conviction without the reliance upon God without the 
belief in God and trusting in it, being assured in him, it's impossible to please him. And it says for he who comes, so we, those of us who come to God must believe, must believe that he is, must have that conviction, must have that reliance, must have that trust and assurance that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. And when we, I, when I think about rewarder, when I think of rewards, I'm not, you know, oftentimes the world would think of, you know, God rewarding us with things and, and, and material possessions. Um, but I believe it's deeper. I believe it's spiritual. The reward is greater than we could ever imagine. And so we have to get the gist of that particular scripture that it is impossible to please God without faith. So we know that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then Romans 10, 15 through 17, which we just read um, a few moments ago, um, it says that faith comes by hearing. So once we've heard it, once we've heard it and we receive it, we have to walk by faith to please God. So there must be faith to please God. All right, so then we're going to look at another scripture. Luke 1, 35 through 37. The angel answered and said to her, and this is Mother Mary, um, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren is now in the sixth month. For nothing will be impossible with God. So here the Holy Spirit is speaking to Jesus' mother, Mary. And he's and the Holy Spirit is saying that the power of the Most High is going to overshadow you. And you're going to have the Holy Child, the Son of God. And even she's witnessing her relative Elizabeth, who is now currently in that particular scripture, six months pregnant. And she was barren. And so the Holy Spirit is reminding Mary that nothing is impossible and nothing will be impossible with God and so with God nothing is impossible because he can do the impossible and so that's where our faith has to arise that's where we have to believe that nothing is impossible with God that's where we have to hold fast to that assurance we have to rely on God that he is the way maker he is the creator he is the deliverer he is all in all and so we must trust him as Mary and Elizabeth did in scripture so that's another example um, of what we're talking about today and then we have um, the scripture from 1 Corinthians 2 and verses 1 through 5 and it says and when I came to you brethren I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom proclaiming to you the testimony of God 
For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ. And this is Apostle Paul and him crucified. I wish with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. I was, I'm sorry, I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom. But in demonstration of the spirit of the and of power. So that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. So, Apostle Paul says that our faith must rest on the power of God. So, it depends on the power of God. It doesn't depend on us. It comes by hearing, as we said. So, let's review. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ. And then we, it's impossible to please God without faith. And also we must know that nothing is impossible with God. So when we have that faith, we know that God will do anything, anything but fail. So we have those particular scriptures. And now Apostle Paul is saying that the faith, the faith, the faith, um, our faith would not rest on the wisdom of men but on the power of God. So we depend on God's power when we walk by faith. When we're walking by faith and not by sight, that's another scripture, we walk by faith and not by sight. That means we don't walk by what we see around us. We walk by what we know about God. We know who he is. We know that he's all powerful. We know that he's all knowing. We know that he knows what we, um, the end from the beginning. We know that he has a plan his plan that he has for us is to prosper and not to harm us to give us a future and a hope we know those things so when we walk by faith we're walking by knowing who god is and what god can do in our lives and not by the world system and what the world system says that we can't um receive for example there's something i'm standing on faith in and um and many of you are standing on faith um believing um and so we must trust that that moral conviction that reliance upon that belief that assurance that God will do the supernatural he can and he will do the supernatural in our lives and it won't make sense to the world it won't make sense to people it won't make sense to anybody because it's a God thing it's what God is doing and it's not what man may approve man may not approve but when God is for us no one can deny it so if God says yes nobody can say no if God says yes no one can say no at all to us and so that's where our faith must arise and again it's not that God sees to be all powerful all knowing to know what we need before we even speak it because he knows what we stand in need of it's not that he changed is that we must arise in faith we must arise in faith and our faith must arise in us and we must stand and say lord jesus i trust you i trust you no matter what it looks like in the natural in the spirit you've already done it and so we must let our faith arise in us. It's not God that has to have faith. He gives us a measure of faith because he knows we need 
to walk by faith. He knows we need to trust in him because we definitely can't do it on our own. So we want our faith to arise. We want our faith to arise. And then we have another scripture that we're going to talk about. And that is, um, that is Luke 18, 20 through 27. And that scripture says, you know, the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother. Verse 21. All these I have kept since I was a boy, he said. So this is Jesus talking to a rich man. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, you still lack one thing. Sell everything you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad. So when the rich man heard this, he became very sad. Because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at him and said, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus replied, What is impossible with man is possible with God. So, here Jesus is saying, once again, the possibilities are endless when it comes to what God can do. So here you have a rich um, man and Jesus is saying, go give everything away and give it to the poor and come and follow me. And so when our faith, one of the things I pull from this scripture is when we have full assurance in Jesus then we're willing to give it all up and follow after him. Lay it all down. Because he, the wealth, the, the, the spiritual wealth that we will get from Jesus, from following him is far greater and, and far more important than what any natural wealth could have done for him. And so that's one of the things we have to pull from that scripture and understand that Jesus is, is not against wealth, I don't believe in that scripture. He's not saying he's against wealth, but he's he's testing his heart. Because remember, he is God. And so he knows that in his heart, he loves being rich and he loves he loved the things that he had. Um, and I'm just paraphrasing. And he knew that was the thing that would have kept him from following him. And so he became, the God became sad. And what what wouldn't all of us do that? You know, we all have to, Jesus have to test all of our hearts. What do we desire more than him? Then I have to walk in full assurance and reliance upon him, no matter what. Even if people walk away from us, even if we don't get whatever it is that, you know, we may desire. It may be something else that we need, that God knows that we need because he sees uh, more than we could ever see. And he knows all that we need. And so... Is it something else that we need, and um, we can we trust God um, to supply that need instead of that want? And so, let our faith arise in Jesus. Let faith arise in Him, so that we can walk freely. We can walk completely healed, delivered, and set free from every bondage, everything. Um, that is not of God. Only he can do 
the miraculous in our lives. And we need him to do the miraculous in our lives. But we must let our faith arise in Jesus. And so today, I, I just wanted to talk about that. Um, and talk about the times that I know for myself that I didn't necessarily let my faith arise. And then later on, when all everything else had been exhausted and I thought that I was at the end and I went and then everything would fail then I would then I got down on my knees and I gave it to Jesus I began to trust in him so many things have happened in my in my life in my short years of my life that have caused where I had to let my faith arise I had to let go of myself and what I thought could um, happen and what I thought when I was trying to solve the problem and let it arise and know that Jesus and that he is my all in all and he can do anything but fail and I had to trust him that he is faithful forever so it's not that God is not faithful and that God has stopped being faithful. But has our faith rose? Is our faith where it needs to be so that um, we can walk fully without fear? Trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ to do a thing in our lives. And so again, we see Mother Mary. We see Apostle Paul. We see many examples Um even Noah. Noah's faith had, had to arise. I was just reading about Noah just um, this morning. And Noah's faith had to arise. His faith had to arise because imagine God telling you he's getting ready to destroy the earth. Because the earth is so wicked all around um, all around you. And he wants you to build an ark. And everybody else. Around you is probably mocking you, laughing at you, walking past you, think you are just as crazy. And God is saying, he's speaking, build the ark so that you can go in. And then you have to have faith to believe that that God is going to do. God gave Noah specific instructions and Noah did all the the Bible records that Noah did all that God told him to do. He did it all. He did all of it. He didn't cut corners. He did all that God told him to do. And I'm sure he looked like a fool before man. But he trusted God. He had that full assurance. He had that moral conviction. Remember, we're talking about the word faith, letting our faith arise. He had the trust and assurance that God was going to do exactly what he said. He knew he had encountered God and he knew that God was all powerful and the power of God was going to perform it. And so he let his faith arise and trust in God and not man because man was going to be destroyed. The the wickedness that had arisen as opposed to faith arising, wickedness had arisen and man was being destroyed and Noah found grace. Noah found grace and so um, 
his faith rose and he did what God said. Father Abraham, if we go further, I mean, there's scripture after scripture after scripture where faith had to arise. Father Abraham, leaving his land, his familiar, his family, and going to, as a nomad, if we know in our in our culture, we would call that a nomad. Going somewhere, he didn't have a clue. He had to pitch a tent and build an altar, and he trusted God. He He let his faith arise, and he went on trust that he would become the father of many nations. And he didn't even have one child at the time that God spoke it. But he had the assurance, reliance upon, he had that belief and trust that God would do because God's power would perform it. He is all powerful and Abraham had encountered him and Abraham knew that God would do exactly what he said he would do. So there again, there are many, many like Noah, many like Abraham, many like Mother Mary and Elizabeth, many like Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul's story. I love them probably the most because of his testimony and all that um, he had been a, a murderer of Christians and God turned around and used him and, and, and to write um, half of the, the, the New Testament and uh, to plant churches and all of those things. So what won't God do as our faith arise and we trust him? And I'm saying this because I'm saying it to myself. I'm ministering to myself right now that we have to let our faith arise and trust him. There is nothing he is too hard for him. There's nothing he won't do and he can't do. Sometimes things are what we desire and maybe not his will for our lives. Sometimes it's the timing that is not right for us to receive whatever we're, we're trusting him for. But our faith arises. God's word says the promises, his promises are yes and amen. His word says that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Um, his word declares healing. His word declares prosperity as our soul prospers. And so that's God's word. But we must let our faith arise and trust him. And we must not boast in that thing, but boast in Christ and Christ alone. And if he's given us homes to dwell in, we must boast in him. We must trust in him. We must, we must sanctify our homes to give him glory and that he dwell there with us. We must, um, if he's, we're trusting him for a child, um, and, and we're barren as, as, as Elizabeth was, we must trust that we're going to give that God, that child to God. And, and and bring that child up in the fear and admiration of God. And we must let our faith arise to receive that. Not for our personal gain. Not for our personal um, desires. But for God to be glorified. To be glorified in us. To worship him in spirit and in truth. And so I wanted to share that with you all today. And I say, let faith arise. If you get an opportunity, listen to Chris Tomlin's song and the lyrics of this very powerful, very powerful song. But we must let our faith arise because God is faithful. 
Many of you listening, you know that God is faithful. He has been faithful. He will never stop being faithful. But our faith must arise and we must be faithful to him. Love him with every fiber of our being. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for speaking to us today, O oh God, for letting our faith arise. Lord, that our eyes would be open, our ears would be open to hear you. And a stranger we won't follow. Father, we thank you. We pray, Father God, that through your word, through the hearing of your word, as your word declares, that faith will arise. That we would know your power as Apostle Paul has spoken. And we will know that only you can do it, oh God, and it is not impossible. Nothing is impossible. That we will trust you with everything that's in us, Father. That we rely on, we'll be assured that you alone are God. And if you can't do it, and if you don't do it, it won't be done. Father, we thank you and we praise you in advance that it is so and that you are God. And we thank you and we magnify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Join the Hope in Christ Book Club on Facebook. Um, also follow us in, on the YouTube, our YouTube channel, Hope in Christ um, Book Club, where we take the message of the cross to the world through Christian literature. Also, as an author, um, Denise M. Walker, you can find my books, Hannah's Hope and Representing God on Amazon. Um, they are youth um, ministry tools. They are youth mentoring tools as well, where you um, can help young people understand who Jesus is so that they know who they are. And Hannah's Hope, what we deal with helping um, girls come through um, abuse and overcome and walk in victory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening. Be blessed and hope in Christ.